0: He's <laughs> just
1: Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience blackout. You could be one of them sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside and never needs gas, ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com slash VTTGW to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free.
2: Hey, what's up, Trash Talkers? Listen, it's impossible to fight, okay, if you don't know what you're fighting for. Does that make sense? Like, if you're in the dumps and you're, you know, you're struggling with mental health, things of that nature, it's gonna continue tearing you down, all right? Because you're consistently trying to fight something, which is that demon, which is usually something from the past, right? Maybe that why needs to be fighting for your future. Let that be your why. Get the hell up and start fighting for your future. Stop fighting things that happened in the past. Easier said than done, right? Go seek help. It's okay not to be okay. A lot of people need to hear this. You are more of a warrior and a fighter if you stand up and say, hey, this has to stop. I need to go seek help. The stigma, everything has changed. It's okay not to be okay
1: is a firm believer in all men are created equal, but not all men live equal. That is why there's a certain select number of people in the DOD who decided to jump out of airplanes. And yes, we are better than you, 100%. Now, don't be the first triggered pansy to say, well, airborne's not relevant. You haven't jumped since World War II. Well, that's not accurate for one. And two, it's like having a jalopy or a 68 Mustang. Well, a 68 Mustang is no longer relevant. Doesn't matter. It's still a better car than yours. So take it easy this National Airborne Day and just accept that we are better than you. So two things for today's Honesty Cap. First thing,
0: how do all my boys from the 101st feel knowing that the army decided that instead of actually making you airborne, they just create a whole new division <laughs> that's airborne because you just aren't cutting it. It sucks. Thing number two, for all the folks who were like, oh, airborne is big. It's
2: irrelevant, doesn't
3: even matter. They're making a whole new division of just airborne people because they're relevant. Think about
0: that. How's does that feel? Does it hurt a little bit? I hope it hurts a little bit.
2: <laughs> we are back. What's up, Gruntworks Nation? What up, VTT? Welcome to episode 148 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is Ron Breeland. And today I'm joined by Buddy and Nick. Happy Saturday. What's happening? Hello, What's everybody? going on?
1: What's going on, guys? What's going guys?
2: Today, guys, I'm feeling rough. <laughs>
1: yeah. You, i, I knew good. That rough when you and were ready, out. man. When you were at the Phoenix Open, I'm like, there's no way he's gonna be ready for the show today, big softy. So I can you know, only it, do
2: one. What? I'm not a pro like you are, Nick. Yeah, you know, it's, when it's, I come and stay with you, and there's golf tournaments going on, you're fucking hitting it hard Friday through freaking Monday. And you just get an IV be. and you get out
1: there. You know, like this is it is. So like, <laughs> just like
0: uh, it's just like any other uh, any other training. You uh, if you stick to a regiment, you know,
1: and you don't. Uh, and you don't get sober, then you don't get hung over. Well, I got my uncle, I got my uncle Hank on the chat thread, and I got some of his genetics. So I appreciate that Uncle Hank tolerance is definitely on his side as well. So uh <laughs> I, once, I, I once watched that guy drink seventy beers when I was like seven at a fourth of July party. It is Ooh. very impressive. Seventy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seventy. Yeah. It excessive, Uncle Christ. Hank. That's <laughs> excessive.
3: Uh, those kidneys
2: are like working overtime. As 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 That's that a lot to say, man.
1: And I, and I think he got kicked out of an all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet, too. Because, like, you know, the, the, the Asian guy comes out of You eat all shrimp. You got to get out. I got kicked out of a red lobster once for, uh, for a very simple thing. Yeah. Here's <laughs> the <to> Hank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Hank says maybe if you. Uh, Maybe if our government people would appreciate what you guys have been through, you've done for us, some of these problems wouldn't exist. That's true. So I think he's probably talking about your intro, Dave, 100%. Yeah. So, uh,
3: yeah.
1: and then again, uh, we got a bunch of people watching. Uh, we got Brian checking in from uh, the Appalachians. And then- uh we got our sister else? here,
3: Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, yep. somebody else. Linda, knew. Linda. You,
1: got, you got Doug Babcock coming in from Northern New York. All right. So, I mean, is there a Southern New York? I guess-
0: yeah, it's just New York City. <laughs> it's
1: just New York yeah, City. <laughs> <laughs> you could live on beer, but it is what it is. All right, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, Dave.
2: Anyway, yeah, today um, I talked to Nick yesterday about it. I dropped it in the chat. You know, usually I pick a good conspiracy to talk about, and I guess we can tie this into a conspiracy uh, conspiracy somewhat. But uh, it's got a lot of hype right now, and I don't know for those of you that are watching or watch this later, if anybody's tracking the Tucker Carlson uh, Putin interview that just occurred. Uh, There was a lot of heat when it came to that because uh, Ukrainian government was like putting them on a kill list. I need to verify all that. All right. So I'm not sure if that's accurate. Obviously, a lot of politicians, Hillary went on and started talking about it, that he was going there. Um, They're starting to call him a traitor, things of that nature. And then, of course, Elon Musk says he's going to put the uh, video on X, you know, because Elon, again, fuck off. That's that's Elon's motto. And I love Elon Musk, and we support Elon Musk on this show for sure. Um, So, I kind of just want to talk about the interview in itself. I don't know if, you know, who's seen it. I know Nick's watched the whole thing, I know Buddy's watched a little bit of it. I have. And just kind of do like a discussion about some of the topics on there. Um, It was mainly geared towards the Ukrainian war, obviously, and kind of gave us the history and the background on why it all started. Which was very interesting. They did talk about the pipeline that was blown up, and Putin just straight up said that it was our government that did it. The CIA. Ain't nobody,
1: ain't nobody talking about that
2: no more. <laughs> ain't nobody talking about that. I don't know how. Are we still Are we still live right now? Nothing yeah. to see here. Yeah. yeah sir. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I'm wanted to kind of remember. throw that discussion out there and kind of see what your guys' viewpoints are on it and what your thoughts were if you did watch it. Um, and kind of give us your, you know, your take on it. Ron did I'll you watch that by
3: any chance? Yeah, yeah. See, first I want to say I want to say Jesus is my jump master and paratroopers are better than everyone else. I was the last airborne, airborne. firefighter on jump status in the army and that and 50 cents will get you a cup of coffee. Yeah. But that being <laughs> said,
0: well now it is a 7 bucks and yeah, uh, right. Seven,
1: you need $7.50 to get a coffee.
0: Now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, saying, not, yeah. I'm not
3: playing that game, man. I'll brew my own folders before I do that. I'll die on that hill. Yeah, yeah. that's. But, you know, I looked at it through a different lens because I was in Kosovo in 99, 2000. So much right a huge deal. <laughs> what up, Ron? I was there. Yeah. I was K4, the baby. That
0: crossed from uh, Macedonia into Kosovo. In that's the- right,
3: man. I had yeah. fire stations at Camp Abel Century uh camp monteith and i was at camp Bonsteel steel with the headquarters element it's pretty cool
0: i was at um, uh i was at uh bond steel when uh bond steel was us in Hooch's right in the middle of those the trees where all the uh, fields and stuff were channel yeah. peak
1: was there as well channel yeah, what base were you at
2: what's up champ yeah camp, yeah. Victory. camp uh, victory yeah,
1: there you go. yeah. So we got we got a yeah, whole we,
3: we had of... sea huts but is, is during that like, time you? that during that time Putin had just been freely elected in Russia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I, and I say that really? extreme, <laughs> extremely, extreme
1: air quote. 97% of the vote.
3: <laughs> because yeah. everybody knew he came up to the KGB and the FSB and all that stuff. And that was his background. And now he's supposedly leading the country. And then he sends his henchman, Milosevic, over to commit all that genocide. So I look at it because i've seen this stuff with my own eyes i looked at that interview through a very different lens i think than most americans did and i feel like there's a lot of things he left out but i also believe that we should really can stay focused on the one thing that tucker put out prior to and that was i'm not asking you to believe everything putin says i'm yep. just asking yep. you to listen to everything he says and it was real journalism I mean it, it was it was so refreshing it was amazing yeah and yeah you know the uh who was it the UAE talked about putting him on a travel ban and I mean it was crazy all this stuff they're talking about I guess I'm not going to UAE like guess well, yeah right
1: yeah
0: here's the big Darn. problem with the whole thing <laughs> is that like it's not the interview; it's the reaction to the interview that's more telling than the interview itself.
3: Hey, oh, he's Rudy still right. over the target. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, spot on. And and the the other thing that's a problem it was like you just talked about. Like we all just made a joke about Putin being freely elected. Anybody remember what happened to the people that ran against Putin? They They're all not here to, anymore. They all went to jail on these weird trumped up charges. Well, yeah. I, like, I see what you did there awfully familiar you there <laughs> and yeah we're gonna cast stones at him because he was ahead of his time I guess like what yeah, he was putting about? his political
1: opponents in jail before we started trying yeah. to do it <laughs> Wait, welcome right. back to the, like, Welcome to the 90s America <laughs> right right you know
3: what I mean like welcome okay. comrade yeah yeah <laughs>
0: okay. we're not we're not far off it's, so no like be mad no. at when they, Carlson, yeah. or and here's the thing
2: they like, were tapping his phone buddy they were literally why would, tapping yeah, his phone why
0: would, why would why would anyone not want to hear the other side of the exactly story when you're going to do something when you're when you're headed to something as catastrophic as war with anybody and here's the thing like, like not too long ago tower 22 got bombed and those those right. three kids got killed 40 people got hurt. Eight others engineers. were in condition. You know, right. I don't know about you guys, but I'm starting to get to the age where I look at dead privates and dead specialists, and I don't see dead army people. I see kids. They're fucking kids, man. They're babies.
3: They're yeah, man.
0: Fucking babies.
3: My son is be- in Romania yeah. right now with the 101st Airborne Division. Yeah, right they, now. Yeah, He's so, pissing his ass off over there. Yeah. And for and, what? And,
1: does he get to and, sit at the, the table when he comes home because he's not yeah, airborne? Yeah, well, maybe
0: well, he, to- he's
3: he air assault, and they think that's important uh, there. So, yeah, uh, yeah got but, but What's the
0: air <laughs>
3: assault?
2: Yeah, leg on a string don't mean
0: a thing. Miss me with the bullshit of like just just do what the government says because we're the good guys and they're the bad guys. I've no. done 20s, I've I've done over two decades of they're the bad guys and seen yeah. that yeah. most of them aren't bad guys. They're just fucking people.
3: I so, feel yeah. like that cartoon it's sometimes are we the baddies?
2: That's what they're gonna say.
3: Oh, you're absolutely right, Ron. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that yeah. cartoon. That guy's like, Are we the baddies? And I'm like, Oh my god, we're we're the new Babylon. That's what we are. Yeah. Yeah, and he about it. it. it says
2: in our media and Putin talks about it too. That our media is obviously controlled and in what information right. is put out. You know, so and Buddy said it pre-show. Like, why are we fearing an interview? Like, if we know that there's nothing to hide, you know, like why <laughs> do we fear <laughs> this? Was, uh, because was, they uh, don't like, want people to be like, oh shit. I, yes, I'll, I'll, use, I'll use a
1: personal <laughs> experience because during my first art time for like three days, I, I was, I was yeah. under investigation for like three of it. Right. So, like the entire time and every time i was like go ask that guy whatever you want
2: so yeah
1: go go talk to them like when i almost got fired at JRTC, i was like go talk to my platoon sergeant and i'm one of yeah. them My platoon stars hated me so i was like go ask them if i did that yeah. right and it's like and i wasn't afraid for the truth to come out because i knew what the truth
2: yeah because you had nothing to hide because you yeah, yeah. you did everything like, right like, now out. if
1: i knew i was wrong i'd be like hey guys fucking sorry major coming
0: <laughs>
2: out
3: here bro. Don't,
2: don't, don't go talk to them. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, pretty you, wild. You,
0: you five are going to be on detail when the sergeant major comes. around. That's how <laughs> exactly. that works. You know, I don't know. Geronimo got him. I mean, we're going to leave now. Ron's a chaplain, so this will kind of uh, kind of be into his wheelhouse. But I remember going to uh, when I was in when I was in fifth group, we had to leave one country and go to Saudi Arabia for, right. uh, for a little bit. Well the holster that we had was made by a company that stamped a cross, just a little cross on the holster. And we were like, shit, we can't bring these in. You can't bring those in. Nothing, no Bibles, no crosses, nothing Christian related. And it hit me. I was like, you know, how, how steadfast in your religion are you, if you can't hold it up to another religion and being like, see, ours is better. You know what I mean? If you have to keep people ignorant to the fact that there are other religions out there, you know, it's the same thing. If,
3: Sunlight is the best disinfectant.
0: Yeah, if if it your really is. if your ideology is so good, like and and your ideology being ours, if our reason to go to war and and post up Ukraine and go to war with Iran is so great, right? Then we should be able to to hear their side and still be like, I still want to punch you in the mouth because you're still an
3: idiot. <laughs> yeah. you right. know,
0: what I mean? like. Yeah, but
3: when I was in Kosovo, I had an experience with a Russian soldier. We wound up in the Russian sector. We were in a bunch of Pajeros running around, lost, just Mm -hmm. lost, man. And we were this quality of life assessment team. We're going out to all these outposts, checking up on the guys who were they were living in like crap conditions. You know, I mean, off a generator and a bunch of sticks and. You guys you guys know, and, I was gonna say and, they and, had generators. Hey, I know. I mean, you know what? Don't be jealous, okay? They had <laughs> that's the 82nd. I've a few
1: deployments, pretty so we
3: were. The generator. <laughs> they probably stole it. I mean, it's the 82nd. They probably stole it. I mean, they Good took point. the airfield for two cans of dip and got a technical out of the deal. I mean, they know what they're doing over there, but but we wound up in the Russian sector and then. In two minutes, me and my captain are sitting there on our knees with our hands behind our back and an AK 47 behind my head. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And this is where the airborne ties into it. The guy rips my Gore Tex open and he sees my jump wings and he goes, Airborne? And I go, You're welcome. Yeah. And Ten minutes later, we were drinking vodka, it was freaking insane, man. It was absolutely insane. Being a paratrooper saved my ass, but these are not bad guys, it's mm-hmm. their leadership, just like it's our leadership, just like it's always been. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: the, the rich people are going to fight the worst, you know, and no, you know the, the poor people are going to die in it. It's when has right. that changed in the ever written history,
0: yeah. Like, well, and and they don't have what, think- they, what they don't want is uh. You know, the, the they don't want anybody to ruin their story and to ruin their narrative on why. Because right. here's the thing: if you could tell, if you could tell people that you know there's this monster over there that they've got to go kill, it, it's really easy to go over there and pull the trigger. But when you start seeing that the other side, or well, look at World War One when they had the Christmas Armistice and then. The Germans and the, yeah. and the British, like they played soccer, didn't want, they had to like move whole units because they were like, no, dude, I know Klaus now. Like we're boys. I'm not trying to shoot him anymore. Like we're yeah. good. You guys. Have, and that's the thing. I mean, we ought to get to a point, like I'm saying we ought to go back to like, you know, the days when you, if you got a problem with Iran, cool, Joe, take a flight over you and uh, you and the Ayatollah can go to do some combat together or like
1: the
2: olympics why don't yeah. you guys wrestle it out but yeah. it's funny, it's yeah. funny It's funny you mentioned the whole story you about you know maybe we're not the bad guys good guys what got me the most in the tucker interview is when putin talks about like his relationship and obviously you know who knows putin could be lying out his ass out but he and talks he about God, probably honestly, obviously obviously yeah but with clinton specifically he talks about how like you know can russia become part of nato and then we were like nope you know right. like clinton in the morning said, yeah, let was let's see if we can do that and then in the evening he came back and said no and then tucker's like well why did you ask him that like would you really have become part of nato and he was like i wouldn't have asked him that question if i wasn't interested in doing it and then it's like wow like you know he he, he was kind of playing to like obviously i'm the poor guy my country is poor we want you know I, i'm not saying it really occurred but if that did occur you know
3: it doesn't pay him out to be as bad as he really is i, I caught know, him in really? two yeah. lives during the interview yeah. yeah i caught him in two lies just personally off my own experience now there's other guys i'm sure some of you guys probably you know you know with your own experiences could have been like well that's bs because i was in country at this point and these trips were being leveraged against this point in europe and that's not how it really worked out so you know the victor always writes the history book. so You know, you have to keep that in mind too, as well as, Mm -hmm. you know, that's part of the psyop like Buddy was talking about, you know, they they have to create a boogeyman, right? They have to create this beast, the big baddie out there that, that now you have to be the right, and they have to make you think you're the righteous one, you know? Right. Of course. Of course. When I was in Ramadi in 03, 04, when I was in Mogadishu in 93, we thought that we're gonna go save these babies. We're gonna feed that. Everybody I know has a mother who told them, clean your plate because there's starving babies in Africa. Well, guess what? There really are. And when I was in Fort Campbell, um, I was the only firefighter that that went because I because I volunteered. They said they needed drivers. I'm like, well, I can drive a Humvee, I can drive a fire truck, you know, or you know, either vice versa. And and it turned into not being that. And it turned mm-hmm. into you definitely see who the bad guys are, and you definitely see who the good guys are. There's a clear, distinctive line, and there's there's no mistaking it. And and you know, you guys can tell. You go to these different countries, and you see there are truly good people, and they don't want anything 100%. to do with war. They don't want anything. We've to talked do with about that. that so many. You know? Yeah,
2: we've talked about that so know. many times, especially in Iraq, I saw it, you know, it, it really pissed me off when we had soldiers in the platoon that were treating like the Iraqi locals like shit and like fucking with them because they're the same locals that are going to blow you the fuck up the next day because you pissed them off. But then again, so, we like, also we stopped some...
1: them. We also stopped them. Yeah, we, you know, we always just, we brought did. Always and did. And, like like I hated that shit. Made, slapped them around you
2: know,
1: so like, yeah.
2: yeah I, they um... brought bread with some of them. It's not their fault, but that's a whole nother discussion in yeah, itself. but, but and, yeah. Super
1: so, frustrating. So, like, uh, you know, I'm gonna, you know, say somebody commenting here. Uh, you got George from the Bet Radio Syndicate. If you guys don't follow Bet Radio Syndicate, go do it. Right? It's a, it's a really cool page, uh, and they have a lot of, they have a lot of good shows on there. Um, but you know, he says the victor doesn't always write the history. The perception writes it. Now, there's a lot of truth to that. Um, mm. You know, so history is let's say, an event is a factual event that happens, and then it's the perception of why or who or what, right? The perception that writes the story. So if you happen to be, so they both, they're both, right? So if you happen to be the one in charge of writing that perception, like I, IE, the school board, right? Like you're, sure. you're, you're, you're the victor. You're writing the perception that right. everybody's going to learn. Um, but Dave, you know, this conversation reminds me a lot of the actual, you know, old Charlie 2505, you know, like, like, that company, that, that little first, the second platoon office yep. that we're talking about. Yeah. I'm like, now that everybody's starting to care a little bit because of this interview, right? And maybe they get a little snapshot of the history of Russia, Ukraine, right? And mm-hmm, now all right. of a sudden you got, again, we always talk about, you know, we got these experts now that they know everything about it. Uh, and, you know, we keep trying to tell people about, like, if, if you don't have any, you know, sweat in the game, you know, that doesn't mean you just sit back and take it. But, like, think about it before you start picking a side you know because right like buddy said these are kids dying and there's kids dying on both sides right? well, and, yeah there and, are. And, and and putin says this right putin goes like when we talk about pre-show like why would i call Biden? he's like what do you want to talk what do you want me to talk about he's like like hey you're gonna send more weapons over to kill russians right and you're gonna send the bet you know we he even says this i don't care send them all he goes you think we're gonna stop he's like if you'd stop sending weapons this war will be over in two weeks, right? Now that doesn't well, make Putin. yeah. It doesn't make Putin right. It doesn't make Correct. America right. But again, it's war and the war machine that's turned into. It. If, if anybody wants to turn a blind eye to this, go for it, man. Live in your ignorance is bliss type of style. War just is really a money. Me- ma- war is a money maker. No matter yeah, where you go. All right. So as soon as we leave Afghanistan, right? Halliburton and all their shit stocks go like this, and then all of a sudden, freaking two yes. months later, Ukraine, bam, stocks go right back up. Hey, okay. who,
0: uh, who, where did Halliburton start making a lot of money? Uh,
1: Iraq. And who
0: owned? And and who uh, who bailed yeah. them out? Yeah. Well, they got bailed out by Lyndon Johnson back in right. the uh, '40s, and then they started making a shit ton of money in the when when they ran supplies to Vietnam. Guess right. who owned? Guess who owned a pretty good percentage of Halliburton? Lyndon Lyndon Johnson and his wife, and they yeah. continued that. Oh, that Texas company. How yeah. many presidents since then mm. have come from Texas?
1: Exactly, exactly. And then you also mm. talk about the media. Mm. And, and so, mm. so, you got if anybody listening actually wants this show's not going
2: to yeah, get taken down on anybody YouTube. who wants to go no, research
1: relative history, i.e., the Vietnam War, like Buddy just brought up. All right, that was mm. the first time where we were actually able to see censorship, right? To where the government was actually controlling the media. So here's there's there's it's a two it's a two pronged thing. Major news corporations are for profit, okay? So they have to make money for their shareholders. Views
2: and everything. If if you're
1: if you're not reporting on what's hot, then you ain't making any money. So in the '60s, late '60s, you know, and then the early '70s, the hotness was Vietnam, right? the The federal government would take away your press pass if you did not report exactly what they told you to report, right? So right there was your first actual censorship. That's not a conspiracy. It's like no, you want to report in Vietnam? This is what you're going to say. Otherwise, you're not getting a press. All right. So, we're kind of getting right. the topic a little bit, but not much. um
3: Impose so yeah, conditions I, on. Yeah.
1: My, my take on it with the interview, and it's the same as like you guys said, like Buddy said, is it's very telling. Is if you don't want this interview, why not? If you don't yeah. want to listen to it, why not? Nobody's saying you have to agree with it. Nobody's saying, like, just like Tucker said. Nobody's saying it. This is the same. But why are you
3: going so hard the other way? I mean, you're not just opposing it. You're vehemently opposing it, calling this guy a Russian asset and every other darn thing in the book. And two days before you weren't saying that, you've never said it in your life.
0: But you're saying it now? When at the end of the day, the entire interview gives you an opportunity to make Putin look like an idiot for proving – Whatever he's saying that you don't agree with, wrong,
1: right, and then, and and then this like to lighten it up a little bit. This reminds me of the the golf argument when that Live Tour started, and everybody's like, "Oh, LIV is funded by Saudi Arabia. Oh, that's blood money." And again, what? When have we not done something that has blood on it? <laughs>
2: like, yeah,
1: when have when have we not sent money somewhere so that other people could hmm. die? Like, what? Like.
3: Who
2: who we throwing we stones that. at? We don't do, we, do that, that, we don't do
3: that. We don't wow. do that. We
1: don't do that. Now, I will turn this back to the veteran thing, right? And I will turn this back to your point, Dave, about, you know, the, there is an exception to America because of how diverse we are. There is an exception yep. to the amount of people that are in the Army and where they're from and how educated our country actually is. So, like, when we do deploy, right, they can tell us all they want that the boogeyman is, uh, you know, these people in Samara, Iraq. Right. But we quickly found out and we're educated. So we quickly found out that most of these people here have no fucking idea what's going on. Right. All right? Yeah. Most of these people here they are not bad mad. people. Yeah. Right? They're just they're, they're like, oh, well, shit, I guess these are our new masters because they're uneducated. Right. They can't even read. Well, I guess. This is yeah, of like like education yeah. now. You know, like oh, yeah. we talk doing.
2: talk about suppressing things, right? right. Like education, <laughs>
1: education, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. it's just, yeah. why are you not wanting people to know? Now, I will say, you can make a big boogeyman out of Al Qaeda. You can make a big boogeyman out of certain terrorist organizations to where it's like, yes, we we should kill them.
3: Like we should, we should yep.
1: kill all of them for sure.
2: That
3: is that, like, who, that, create yeah. Al-Qaeda. who, who created Al Qaeda to the Al-Qaeda. last one? Yes,
2: <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's fuck, man. Uh, well, we created, created the Taliban, the yeah. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so, <laughs> we did not say create them, we just we just gave them, guns. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah,
1: and trained we've, them.
3: And trained we've the educated right? fight the Russians, yeah. yeah. We, we've <laughs> educated some of the world's most horrifying terrorists, too. They've yeah. been to yeah. Command yep. General so Staff like, College, all these schools,
2: yep, but yeah, it's like, I mean. If we wouldn't have taken Saddam out of power, ISIS probably would have never been a thing. You know, Saddam was a horrible person, but that dude ruled with an iron fist and he would have not let something like ISIS take over the Middle East like they did for a while there. So that
1: goes back to history and actually Texas and Missouri again. I'm not Missouri, Louisiana, like where when Saddam was gassing the Kurds, right? the word genocide got thrown out, which is a big word, right? You throw that mm-hmm. out, that means that the UN has to act, right? Mm-hmm. So if we rule it as genocide, we have to act. Well, we ruled mm-hmm. it as ethnic cleansing because there was two states that had a $500 million grain credit with Iran. So if we declare genocide on them, they couldn't trade with them. Right. So it was ethnic cleansing. All right. And that was a under- like, mess. It was man. Like, like, it's just like it's it's a like,
2: fucking <laughs> mess
1: so again do we have blood money we got blood money like <laughs> oh, we got yeah. a lot of blood money so, well right.
0: here's the thing there are it, it again just like there are good people and bad people in all these countries there are good mm-hmm. people and bad people in our own country yes now in our own army where, where we, like, i didn't make any money off of the you know it like but
1: yeah, a little bit
0: okay well, yeah, okay <laughs> Those, those, get those, those, and those over Almost, all Pretty of nice. the decisions nice. to go there and to be That's... honest i can legitimately look back at my entire career and not feel bad for a single trigger pull that i made no. i don't i don't no. i 100 percent. i don't feel bad about i never went out and fucking like tried to fucking pick a fight i never like if you got shot by me or people that were around me it's because you started shooting
1: first, homie, and we're just better shots. Dude,
3: how fucking did we get shot? Hey, that's, that's right.
1: Yeah, that? We're going in like houses, like we'd cordon off an ID and we go get in houses, and people would start talking to us with our interpreters. So like, hey, guys, hey, I want you to tell your neighbors, like, dude, when you see us walking around, if you don't shoot at us, we're just going to walk around. All right. Yes. And, and then and then we're going to walk back to that base. I go, but the minute you fuck with us, like, we're going to shoot a lot of stuff. you got of <laughs> shit coming your way. Like, <laughs> so, like, the, yeah.
3: Just, want to put some Mark that. 19 rounds you in your living it. room. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Don't Here's don't the poke
0: the bear. I would a lot <laughs> rather do this patrol, go back, and play Guitar Hero or lift some weights, than yep. do this patrol and halfway through it have to scare us both. Yes. Right. And, then, I mean. and now this patrol is six hours long, and I'm really yeah. tired now, and I'm really pissed off.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, right. I'm, and I'm and I'm sweating. Like it's not good. Yeah. And my
3: machine gunner really has a heavy load that he wants to get rid of, so yeah, like, you so it's know, it's
1: don't
3: it's give it's him a reason. Out <laughs> yeah,
1: shout, shout out to the
0: Rivera. Shout out to Rivera.
3: God bless the so, machine gunners. Yeah,
1: for sure. But yeah, that what a that's a that's a good conversation. This one could probably go yeah, for five sure. hours, <laughs> yeah, six hours. And, and, yeah. and again, for those people just that want to watch history, just just read about it. All right. And again, like uh, like George said, for Better Radio Syndicate. Your perception doesn't make it right, but at least you're reading about it. And if you give out your perception, you might get someone else's perception. And now we, it's called a conversation, right? And now it's like we, we actually might learn something if you're open-minded. Glenn, always,
2: real quick, Glenn. Before we get to Glenn, who is a Russian asset? Are you oh, saying Tucker is a Russian This guy, guy? trolling you, bro. Oh, here we Get
1: ready for it. Get ready for be. it. So, <laughs> and, then, and then Carl McKee, Wartman, why are we still paying taxes while not in war? Well, actually... With two full wars going on, the defense budget was still only 33% of the GDP. So we still got to fund other stuff. Um, It just is what it is.
3: Uh, I just put out a video yesterday about, uh, it's called Ron's Rants, first episode of it about the war coffers being emptied. And if we put the Ukraine level money into the warfighter community, we wouldn't have homeless vets. Just a thought, you know, I I, 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 I kind of went off yesterday on that, but-
1: Yeah, and again, those are we always we've said it before on the show. Those are digits in the computer that we send to Ukraine, right? And those digits in that computer come right back to ours. (laughs) Like it's just just like there is there's no money, right? That money's another big conspiracy. There's no money. It's it's just it's it's a zero in a computer, (laughs) like like whatever. But buddy. Let's get to your honesty cat, man. I've been waiting like six weeks for one of your honesty. You didn't say you wanted a fucking honesty cat, yeah. oh, man. You oh. said entertain
0: us. Oh, now, are you my. not entertained? Not, not yet. Not from you. <laughs> you not not, been from, been you yet. not from you yet.
1: Not from you yet. Not from you
0: yet. So, so you know what? It's funny. The honesty cat for today kind of goes to uh, to what the the new for Patriot – fricking uh ad that you wait till just you hear the done. next wait till you're the one at the end of the show <laughs> the super what's good, super buddy. funny is i didn't even know that that ad had changed from the food to the little solar generator thing yeah yeah but i've been uh i've been hearing a bunch of people talk about this new uh uh the, the you know the sun goes in cycles and we're in a cycle where there's about to be some giant basically solar flares and emps it's going to take out all of the digital and like everything digital in the United States, well, in the world. And they were like, within, uh, I think they said nine months to a year,
2: 90,
0: oh, 90% of the uh, the U.S. population will die in a year.
2: Okay. 90%?
0: 90. Nine zero. It'll definitely kill off a bunch of people pretty quickly. not two. 90%. You mean food doesn't just show up? I would say that I would say that 100 percent of 100 percent of that statistic, made up. That being yeah. said, the one I've heard, 90 percent of Americans will be dead within a year. Because of not having any anything, digital, no currency, no no electricity, no, no Facebook, internet. no Instagram. <laughs> All right, honesty cap fully on. Two things. Yeah. Thing number one, like. There are a lot of people that talk about manifesting things. Like, mm-hmm. if you really think about something, or if enough people pray, or enough people like think about a certain thing, you can manifest that thing to happen. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be crazy if we put things out on social media so people started believing them, and then we manifested that bullshit to happen? A conspiracy. I don't know. Maybe I was. Uh, maybe I had too many of the gummy bears the other day. But still the uh the the second thing is that honestly cat fully on it's only been about a hundred years since we even had fucking electricity in everybody's houses like Mm -hmm. what are we talking 90 percent of america is gonna fucking die in a year that's not a thing it's not a fucking thing that basically that is the the youtube TikTok equivalent of the old Louis C.K. joke where he was talking about people getting pissed off because they had just found out that there was Wi Fi on their plane. And then five minutes later, they were like, the Wi Fi went out. They're like, oh, Jesus. Like, we've only had, we've literally only had electricity for five minutes. If we, if it gets cut off tomorrow, will it suck? Yeah. You're not going to be able to watch like, Fucking uh, trading houses or flipping spouses or whatever you watch on an airplane at thirty thousand feet. Yeah, you're not view. gonna be able to watch yeah. that. But will we die? Are you gonna die? No, you're not gonna die. You're gonna get your four Patriots generator. <laughs> shameless plug. You're gonna get. You're gonna go out. You're gonna I can do a. I can do a plug that's not. You, shameless what, you know plug. what? You know what? You know what's gonna happen from experience. You know what's gonna happen when you don't have electricity. You're gonna get a good night's sleep. That's what's going to nope. happen.
1: You're going to probably be a lot stressed out, too. A lot less stressed bullshitting out. Bullshitting
0: around, you're going to build a fire at about 5 o'clock. You're going to sit around that fire until it goes out, kind of. And you're going to pass out and go to sleep until the next morning. Then you're going to wake up, and somebody's going to tap somebody else and be like, hey, go outside and see if it's cold. I got to pee, but I don't know if I want to pee bad enough to go. That's what's going to happen. You're not going to fucking die. Calm down. Stop manifesting this bullshit. You're not gonna fucking die. You're gonna be fine. It's gonna be okay. You're gonna get a good night's sleep. You're gonna get a solid twelve. That's what's gonna happen. You're gonna get a solid twelve hours, and then you're gonna go out and you're gonna plant some shrubs or some
1: something you can eat. Then you're gonna you might even even start getting up at the crack of dawn because there's your light. Yeah, you know what? (laughs) You're gonna start feeling a lot better because you're gonna be out
0: doing some actual work you're going to be a lot less frustrated because you're not going to be looking at TikTok. By God, maybe we need a solar flare too. Maybe. I'm just saying. I'm
1: just yeah. saying. I like
3: it. I like it. Easier but here is a
0: to
2: manifest.
1: Here, here, here's a plug for Four Patriots that's not shameless. All right. Yeah. next, Not this coming Monday, but the next Monday, we're going to have a show with Four Patriots. All right. And they're going to explain kind of exactly what Buddy's talking about, about we're not trying to go after the people that think the whole world's going to end. He's like, well, that's not mm-hmm. who we want our customer clientele to be. We want our customer clientele to be the people that just want to be prepared in the event there's a flood in your neighborhood. Right? Yeah. If there's a flood Natural in your neighborhood. Disaster. neighborhood yeah. and, and, and you have a generator, and you have some food, All right. one, you can eat, but guess what? You can help others. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for a price. They're going to get a price. cover price to the Beckwith residents. If I'm a poor patriot, not, trailer, I, I will
1: argue with you, buddy, if we're talking about major cities like Dave said. All right, and yeah. there are solar flares. You are going to have Control. people dying. You are going to have people dying Right there, <laughs> like in New York, right or LA, because there's people dying there now when there's electricity. They're killing each other, anyways. Like so, it's like like if there's actual, they'll like, get real. Panic <laughs> if there's actual panic in those cities with those fucking morons. Like yeah, yeah like but you know why there's you know why there will be panic. Because, because there's idiots. no electricity or your food. Because they're like, oh my God, yeah. I can't power the five TVs I have in my house. And how come the food didn't show up like it always does in the supermarket? I can't have fucking just, Uber, Uber Eats anymore. There, but, yeah. I thought it just poof.
0: Like, it there are going to be people. I swear to God, there will be people <laughs> that will like, like, well, I can't eat that because it it, it, it looks too much like a, an animal. Because it's an animal. That's why it looks that way. Because 10 minutes ago, it was scurrying around, making little little Disney faces with its little whisker face. And then I fuck <laughs> it. I killed it. And now what? ain't got no skin. And now we're eating. Yeah. Took the guts that, out. You know, just, gonna,
3: yeah. There's going to be a lot of betas at the grocery store wondering why the meat store is empty. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. They're exactly. so just going to be sitting that. there Look what, wondering. Look what we did with toilet paper. Right, like I said, you're gonna oh, have, have some wackos out there, it's coming. Like, uh, so and then, yeah, and Carl's right on that's like I said, that's not a shameless plug for poor Patriots, you know, or put piss poor planning is piss poor results, right? Like, I yep. you don't have to be a prepper, right? But having a month's supply of food isn't a bad idea yep. for a normal person, right? Like, it's just like, oh well, and if you if you know how to hunt and you're off the grid a little bit, you might not need a month's supply of food because you nope. just go get yours. Like, it's like, <laughs> But you're still gonna want a month supply of like salt,
0: pepper. Sure. You know, here's the thing: you can live off. Of, you can live off of venison. You can.
1: Yeah, backstrap so delicious. A whole lot
0: better if it's got a little salt on there.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Taste, fair enough. It's a little yeah. different. Yep. Yeah. But hey,
1: all right, that is a great honesty cap, right? Because it's yes. it's kind of honest. Right, and it was entertaining. So I did I did feel entertained, buddy. I appreciate <laughs> I'm that. Glad, I'm glad I was here for you guys. And then um definitely we have to scroll back Thanks, up, buddy. but old old Paris, old you know, big biceps Paris who got shot in the arm and the neck. Um he says I can't wait to get in touch with you guys on Tuesday. Oh, by the way, buddy, Tuesday we're partying. Not touching me on Tuesday? I'm not. Tuesday? Letting no, you, touch me. you, you, you and me and him are partying. It's happening. Oh, yeah. You gotta, yeah, I know. So, he already yeah, said you already said he was coming down. down. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna be down there. All right, we're gonna be in Kentucky. All right. Well, I get the distinct pleasure to introduce Ron Breland to the dumpster fire, which he's already been fully, fully engulfed in it. And uh, if you've noticed, one of the three people. and where's Jeremy Daniels at? Okay, like you were commenting on Facebook, and that's bad. All right, you're one of our YouTube watchers. Put your ass back on YouTube and watch it on there. Uh, and that being said, anybody watching, go to YouTube. Dave's posting this, please. Yeah. Go to YouTube, all right, and like, subscribe, all right, follow, all right, YouTuber Shadowban, because we talk about shit like this, which is, you know, nobody took a sign on anything today. We just talked about what's going on, right? Like, yeah. sorry, YouTube. Yeah. Sorry, right? Like, um, it is what it is. But go follow, like a subscribe. Anyways, Ron Breeland. He is one of the three or four YouTube watchers that we have. And, uh, you know, he, he commented on there. He's Isaiah 6-8 Actual. All right. Uh, so he reached out to us and says that not only is he an author, an Army veteran, all that kind of stuff, uh, an author. And also him and his wife, correct me if I'm wrong, run a, a nonprofit. All right? Yep. And so we get to hear all about that. Uh, and anybody watching for the first time, thank you. And then if you're on BTT official, I'm the big girl. I'm the one that tags everybody and you all get fucking triggered about it. But our entire mission is to promote veteran owned businesses and veteran causes and anything that we can do to help our veteran first responder brothers and sisters. All right. So if you don't oh. like that and you do not like getting tagged, all right, in our shows, and
2: leave you can kindly see the, your, the, wait, out of the group. It yep. is,
1: yep. is an open door both ways, like fucking go. Yeah. Like so. And hey, you don't need uh, to announce
2: it when you leave either. Yeah. we're good.
1: And then, and I'm gonna bring up one thing because I did get triggered today. I'm gonna bring up one thing before I turn it over to Ron. All right, there is a guy on Big Girls' page right now that is telling me I shouldn't have said something on my own page. Hey, Whoa. go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Freedom wait, of speech. Hold mother. on. What should <laughs> you not have said? Because so there are things that. There are a lot of times I say things I shouldn't say, and, and if it's oh, in yeah. public, oh, sure. I, I say sorry. But when you're on my page, which is a private page, right? You have elected to come listen to me, right? So I can, you can you can leave anytime you want. No, but it's about USA and how they screwed up all everything for my insurance on my car. They're in a class action lawsuit in California. We'll talk about that next week. All right, I'll do that during the uh, whatever the book of Rome. But anyways, Ron is here. Ron was in the army for like 47 years um and somehow he got to be airborne uh he apparently he dispatched some humvees in somalia or he said he dispatched somebody in somalia i don't know we always thought a dispatch was how you sign humvees out of motor pool but uh we'll let him get into that but ron welcome to the dumpster fire guys tell us what you got going on
3: thanks guys well my wife and i live here with our uh we have two of our five children that still live with us one's in college our youngest and, uh, our baby and only girl who was born up at Fort Wayne, And, uh, our son, Kevin, who's, uh, autistic, he's 30 and he's high functioning. I mean, he works, drives the whole nine, but, um, it's, uh, it's an interesting combination, um, because once you, you know, you, you have your, your kids in the military when they're babies and you know, you, you see them and you kind of always see them as babies. And then now, you know, they're going, you're like, hey, you want something from the grocery store? You know, and you're like, holy cow, when did that happen? But um, it, it's neat to see all that come full circle now. But my wife and I do, we run a nonprofit called Warfighter Ranch. And we believe everybody's a spiritual warfighter because we're all in a spiritual battle. Whether you believe it or not, um, we're in it. Uh, one of the worst battles to be in is the one you don't know you're in because you, uh, you know, I heard face man talking about it in the intro there about the, you know, you keep just keep getting pounded by these demons and you know, and you don't know why, well, there's a reason. And we go through those reasons. And we have, we host combat trauma healing groups. Um, God, the last one we had, we had a guy from Kate, he was a case survivor. Uh, we had an Apache pilot who fell out of the sky twice. Um, a couple of Marines, uh, an SF guy from Vietnam. I mean, it's just all but it's a whole it's the whole gamut of our community because this is our family. This is what we do. Um, if a police department or a fire department or a National Guard unit is uh, maybe they're on mission or their lunch is at two in the morning, then we go to them at two in the morning because you know I'm retired. What am I going to do? You know, there's there's people that need too much help out there. And what I've found is that in the follow-on professions, um warfighters are are servants, first and foremost. It's in their heart, that's why they do what they do. And when they leave the service, that doesn't change, and you'll see a huge crossover into the first responder communities from the veteran community, all branches they all go uh, tons of them go to police fire EMS uh work in the hospitals um so there's a lot of crossover there because I was a firefighter in the army and like I said my first duty station was Fort Campbell um and man I got sucked in with that sign at reception man it said rendezvous with destiny and I was like oh just hooked me hard man um and uh you know we we went through I, you know, I got a divorce. Uh, a trip to Fort Campbell, a trip to Fort Bragg. I mean, pretty much the Brovets Army tour that I, that I had there. I got one of everything. Um, brovets are I like love, tankers,
1: all right. Like paratroopers I lost are brovets, I like that. all right. Like dude I I, I, dude, I I lost a wife.
3: I lost a wife and gained a wife at Fort Bragg. Okay, same tour. I'm just saying, yeah. Hey, that braid was tight, baby. I'm just saying. But you know, our our whole mission, our whole mission in life, man, is to is to serve our community. And you know what? Um, Jesus sat with sinners. And guess what? Our people are. We all are, and but we're some of the most humble and heartwarming sinners you'll ever meet in your life because they're the ones and i tell people all the time they're the only ones who are willing to lay it down for you so don't take it for granted and i don't you know and i don't i don't take any smack for it either and i don't apologize i told i told Earl the other day you're never going to meet a chaplain like me because you know I, I tell people all the time i'll introduce you to the lord one way or the other
1: <laughs>
0: you know so
3: so take that as you will all right you know
1: for sure. Hey, talk yeah. about, the the, fact, talk about, the, yeah, go ahead.
3: Sorry. Keep going. The, the fact is that I have and, uh, for years, you know, I didn't have any help or anything. Nobody, nobody told me about that. I did. I, I, I killed a couple of kids in Somalia. And when that happened, you know, you know, psychologically, you go through a lot when that happens. Um, there's children, children have guns. The guns are going to kill you just the same as if it was an adult holding it. And, you know you're going through all this at warp speed and at some point you break there's a break there and I've met so many people so many veterans mostly army special operations guys but hey man I killed the kid and I just I can't reconcile this it's driving me batshit crazy my whole life I'm banging my head against the wall i become an alcoholic I've lost three marriages my kids don't know who who I am um, hey, bro, been there, been there. But there's a way out of that. There really is. And it takes work. And it's not hard. You know what? If if you can go to war, you can do this. Yeah. But you have to look in the mirror. And that is quite often That's the hardest battle we face. That's the
1: hardest thing. Yep. As men,
3: anyway. as men. Because we're prideful bastards. We really are. We look in the mirror and lie to ourselves just to feel better and Mm -hmm. at some point you have to realize number one you need to be honest with yourself number two we need to give up those sacred cows that we have in our lives those things that you know maybe Mima told you a story from two generations ago that you just kind of believed and we were talking about this earlier with the media you know do your own research now it's all it's our internal there. programming it. it's our internal programming yeah Ex- yeah exactly and you have to work hard to change that because the generations before us god bless them they didn't know as much as we do Maybe some things but certain things have changed advanced maybe we know a little bit more now about medicine or something or maybe we're not just gonna and my grandma you know used to think if you drank a coke it cured cancer Okay, well, we don't do that anymore because the shit doesn't work. It just doesn't. Mike so we have to be honest with ourselves. Yeah, do They, they do. Yeah, it's. Cr- it's crazy. I'm like, crazy where did that even come that. from? I mean, does that come from well, the I mean, little house on the prairie or something? What kind of crap is that? But
1: it's science. We believed it's it. Not it you know? Know? it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so,
3: but you have to, you it. to. It's to like it's like that. You well, you know it's like the guy in my psych class in college. He said if you rub dog shit on your arm and wrap it in newspaper for three days, and then you unwrap it, and there's no there's no poison ivy left, was it the shit? Did the shit work, or was it just go away <laughs> on its time. own? You don't even know. But it's like the conversation <laughs> earlier about whether it's the media or whether it's that. your perceptions on things do the work but be honest and do the work. And if someone's not being honest with you, then you need to go. Jesus says, shake the dust off and go somewhere else. Tell them and then tell them again, you can only tell people so much or so many times. Um, our program's a little different. When we eventually get the ranch, we don't have the ranch yet. Uh, we're looking to have it in Prescott, Arizona. because It's a temperate area and we can run it year round and it's not it's close enough to it it's a beautiful va facility up there um probably you won't hear me talking good about the va a lot but you will when it comes to prescott um and it's close enough to that but it's not it's far enough away from everything else to where you don't even know you're in civilization there's a lot of country area out there a lot of greenery and we want to get warfighters away from everything we're not going to have So what we're going to do is we're going to bring you in for three weeks well you're going to be there for a month total but the first three weeks is you me and a small team small team small team uh, tactics they've always worked they always have since the beginning of ever and they're not going to stop here because that's what we work with Um, that's what we've always worked with in the military that's what we work well together with so that's what we're going to stick with and we found that these small groups working together get very intimate very quickly. And what you'll have is no media, no electronics, no news, none of that shit for 30 days. No cell phone, no, nothing. It's a complete detox from all that crap. And then it's not like I'm going to sit here and beat you over the head with my Bible. It's Hey, what's your issues, bro? Hey, well, I'm, you know, I'm a recovering alcoholic because you can't come to the program as an alcoholic or, or actively using drugs because you need clarity of mind when you're thinking about your soul in eternity. We have to have absolute clarity. So if you've got those issues, they have to be dealt with before they come to the ranch. But everybody's welcome to the ranch. You don't have to be a Christian to come to the ranch. We're not about a religion. There's no religion here at all. I freaking hate religion. Jesus hated religion. So I'm a good company. We're about faith. Father, Son, Holy Spirit in the Bible, that's it. Period. And if anybody else tries to bring anything in, we shut them down quick. Because anything else is man-made, and I'm not interested because I've already experienced all that and they've already failed me. Feel me? So mm-hmm. that's where we're coming from. And then in that last, so we're gonna teach the say the male warfighters, and we have to distinguish it biblically so we'll have the male separate from the female classes. If you're if you're in the male class you'll never see a female until the fourth week when your wife shows up because we're going to fly your wife and kids out now my wife is simultaneously working with her team and the wives to show them what a proverbs 31 woman should look like because if you ask 100 women what is a woman <laughs> well isn't that the question of the last couple of years If you ask a hundred women, what is a real woman to you? You're going to get a hundred different answers. Same thing with a man. What's a man to you? My dad, uh, my special forces uncle, my Navy SEAL dad, whatever. You're going to get a hundred different answers. Well, what does the Bible say a man should be? What does the Bible say a man should act? And it's all there for our good. It's all there for our success. It's all there. It's the op order that nobody reads. And the answers are all there. Now, is it hard to discern? Sometimes, sure. But I tell people all the time, the bravest thing I ever did wasn't anywhere near a combat zone. It it was picking up this book right here because I thought when I picked it up, I was going to be accountable for what was inside of it. And guess what? Newsflash, Ron. You're born in this day and age. You already are. You already are. You call yourself a Christian. Well, it's time to it's time to put up or shut up. Because you can't just say, Oh, I'm a Christian, and then they never live the life, or never read the book, or never read the instruction manual. Um, so that fourth week, we're gonna fly the wife and kids in, reintroduce them to their new biblical husband and wife, and I guarantee you we won't have an 80% divorce rate. I can guarantee you we won't have veterans want to commit suicide and I can get, I mean, it, it, it's just not part of the equation at that point because detox is everything out of it. And it's not snake oil and it's not D a doctrine or some reg or, you know, AR or something. It's, it's just truth. It's just legit. And, i've seen too many guys work with it i've worked with guys from all branches i've seen some of the most badass cock swinging commandos in the world out there brought to their knees over a single verse out of this book and oh well there goes my life there you go that's that's right right getting pumped up that's the lord intervening over here the lord's getting involved hey, I now think I, I think
0: uh, that's the is a halo yeah. ron that's a halo ron Da,
1: da, da, da. Hey, yeah, Ron. Uh, you know, for the audience too, because one of the things that uh, you know, you know, like I, I hear you. I I understand what you're saying. Um, one of the things that we avoid at Veteran Trash Talk um, is the topic of religion. Now, and we've, sure. we've discussed it. We've discussed it a hundred times on the difference between being spiritual and then being religious, right? So, like, oh, yeah. Because the, the issue is, is I know for a fact that when you just said, <laughs> people that the people that listening to it like they probably were all about what you were saying until you said like a biblical husband or like a biblical wife right mm-hmm. and here and here's why because it's going to it's going to hit one of their internal biases it's going to hit one of sure. their internal programming right that again i'm just saying this is the reason why we stay away from it on the page right we just stay away from it what i'm going to get at here is the same thing i say during the holidays is don't destroy somebody's faith. All right, feel free to destroy their religion, but don't destroy their faith. Right, right. And, right. and, and what is and what is making them try to get rid of something that's evil in their life? Right? right. So if it is something that is hurting you, right, and you find it in you know a scripture from you know the Dead Sea Scrolls, or you find it in scripture from Buddha, or you find it in scripture from wherever, and it's making you. You know, look into the mirror and be, and try to be somebody better. Right? Then, then we're all about it. Like right? we will support everything
3: about it. It serves you if it yes. serves you, Correct. yes, in a positive manner. Yeah. Here's here's the distinction with that, guys. Those things are, in fact, religions. Those that's not faith. That's those are specific, different religions. So, if I say something and it triggers a Buddhist. Um, I'm going to have to go with what your t-shirt says. Don't be a triggered pansy, right? Scroll on, scroll on if you don't like it. Um, but if you want to hear what I have to say now, and then come to me with a private conversation later, I'm all about that. Or if you want to say, Hey man, I liked what you had to say. Can we do an online group with my motorcycle club? Because I think we could really use it. Yeah, let's do that. That's what we do. So. This is just putting a word out there. This is just what we do, you know. And at the end of the day, I don't answer to Buddha. I don't answer to any of the other religious personas out there. I answer to my God. And, and again, and again, nobody's, nobody's
1: nobody's nobody's arguing that. Nobody's arguing. Right, that. We're right. talking about what the the just making sure that the people listening that again, if you don't watch oh, sure. something like this, then mm. like you said, don't be a sugared pansy about it. This just might not be the nonprofit for you, right? right. And or if, like, if, like, if you like, want
3: to have a conversation you know, about it, because we we actually we we repel religion from Warfighter Ranch. That's, right, that but then again, is, you're gonna you're gonna have a very
1: simple true. argument that's not gonna it's gonna go in circles. Right. That says once you say, "Well, sure. I'm a Christian," that's a religion. Okay, so so again. Well, it, it, if it's, it is, it is. its It 100% is, right? Yeah, it's, if you, it, 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 it's whether because there's lots of writings and lots of scriptures and lots of different that are very, very similar, right? Because they just kind of maybe got lost in, by, I don't know, by a brother, right? So well, like there's, one, there's books, book, books
3: book. but there's only one book that's scripture, but right. Right. that's I'm a different just, just, that's semantics, just, yeah.
1: I'm just throwing it out there for, the, like I said, because we do have a very large audience, right? right? And so it's like Again, how like how how close are you guys to actually getting the ranch, and what do you need? Like, is there have you guys set up the actual five hundred one C where you can
3: take donations yet? Oh yeah, yeah, we've had our five hundred one C. Yeah, so
1: talk about that to how people who do want to support this method of therapy, which again, nothing wrong with it. Just uh, we were just talking about how it might not be for everybody, but how if somebody was going to support it, how do they go support it, and how how close are you to actually getting the ranch?
3: well we're actually we're not close to getting the ranch uh since 2020 we uh that really slowed everything down um because we were doing it. We, we moved everything to online so all of our our combat trauma healing group we have a first responders trauma healing group um that's the cool thing about being a firefighter in the military is when you leave you get to cross these different i want to call it a venn diagram of dysfunction it's like you know, you got like you got like the army one over here, and you get the fire one over here, and you got the post-traumatic one over here, and you throw it all together, and there's kind of an alphabet soup of sorts, but it also puts you in a very unique position to reach a unique pockets of people, and those pockets of people are really in need, you know what I mean? That that guy who's sitting on the couch right now who says you know, maybe that book's not so heavy now. If that guy can do it, he had a pistol in his mouth. I mean, at one point I talked about this earlier. I know this was part of the big motivation to get the ranch. This is part of my wife. She prayed on it forever. And she woke up at two 30 in the morning one day and said, Ron, get me a notebook. And, you know, I'm on my sleep meds. You know, I need, I need a rhino trunk to put me out at night. Cause I just get up all night at three, four times a night with sleepwalking and, uh, I'm a sleep snacker, man. I'm guilty as all get out. There's crumbs on you can tell where I've been in the morning. Okay. You can tell where I've been. Um, but I got her this notebook and she spent about five hours detailing out like an op order on what warfighter ranch was down to what it looked like down to what the buildings were going to be structured like. And I'm like, where are you getting this? And she goes, this is what I was told to do. So that's where we've been ever since. And uh we established a non-profit um the big event that culminated in after 25 years in a very dark place i was in my garage i had a 357 revolver in my mouth i had my thumb on the trigger my wife was outside the man door of my garage and my daughter was outside the the rolled door the road you know the garage door on the outside and they were both there And they knew I wasn't going to do anything with them there. So they both stayed there with me for three days. They did not leave me. I mean, there's a utility sink in the bat the in the garage. And I'm pretty sure that's where they went to the bathroom. I I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how much more you can love somebody. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when my wife says, I've been told to do this, and I'm going to do it, you believe it. And when it comes on so strong, I'm not talking about having some weird dream or having some, I mean, this is.
1: Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot to uh, dream. dream. There's a a lot lot to to, this.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, go ahead, Earl
1: well I so said there's a lot to dreams there's a lot of oh, like we're there's, like there's oh whatever you want to call it call it whatever faith you want to call it. there's a lot of dreams that comes like where, where, the, yeah. I, I think there's you're talking about the, the difference
0: between a uh just something that you want to do and a calling you know right. what I mean you can find a lot more passion and a calling than you can in, oh, you know you can, something there's, not, that, there's
3: hobbies and then there's vocations you know and yeah And, but, but then even beyond that, and you guys all know this, we all know this, we all enlisted, we've all been to war. There's, there's a hobby, there's a, there's a calling. And then there's like destiny. You know what I mean? There's like, you know, this is going to happen. Like you go into this fight and you're like, can't lose, can't lose. We are going to, we are going to totally smoke this fight. There's no way we can lose this. And you go in and you smoke them all and that's it and you're like and you're not cocky about it you just you're very confident it's like you just know you know and ever since then we've had people come out of the woodwork i don't know you you call something a ranch with the end of it in the title and everybody wants to throw horses at you everybody who's got old dying horses wants to give you their horses all of a sudden (laughs) and those things are ridiculously expensive to maintain and the you know the, the equine meds and all that stuff um but that's not what we're gonna do Warfighter Ranch is going to be a ghost town most of the time when we do have it because we're going to bring in other nonprofits that's who we are we're the nonprofit that isn't afraid to work with others because you have things in your toolbox that we don't have and we have things in our toolbox that they don't have and by golly if we mm-hmm. work together then we might be able to just accomplish something here so so say we pitch say we throw them a donation and for a couple of days, they bring their horses in and work with our guys for uh, a little block of it, uh, a few days for the month. And then we bring in a scuba guy. I got a guy with Team Rubicon who's willing to dig me a lake f- so that we can have diving and fishing and kayaking on, on the ranch as part of other modalities to, to use. And, I mean, where's all these people come from? I mean, where all these great ideas come from? It didn't come from me. It just started with my wife and now things are flying at us. Um, But what's not flying at us (laughs) is money. And we all know this thing takes, but we also know a ranch, things like this this is going to take God level money. Okay. This is going to have to take some kind of windfall or some kind of angel donor or somebody that says, wow, this is, I've been waiting my whole life to hear this. My son committed suicide. I want to back this and we would definitely do something like that because now honestly it has to be in Prescott. i mean we've talked about texas um because it seems to be the extremely free state of texas lately
1: it's the greatest <laughs> country in the world <laughs>
3: that's texas what they the say greatest right
1: country in
3: the world yeah. but two two well one or two you're only one of you is in texas right
1: that's right yeah the one here okay,
0: okay.
3: yeah uh, I, I'm, in, I'm in
0: Tennessee, which is uh, why Texas has the freedom. It, 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 Tennessee is the reason Texas has the freedom that they the have. Volunteers You're, the volunteers. You're welcome. We volunteered. The volunteers. Well, yeah, that's right.
3: Go big orange, right? Uh, <laughs> you, can't, you can't go to East Tennessee uh, uh, and not Austin, see Orange. Uh,
0: Austin P. Roll, roll, roll Austin P. There you go. That's what we're going do. <laughs>
3: Oh, but, but hey, so, yeah, Ron,
1: Ron, get back to the nonprofit. Like you said, we, we have had nonprofits get very sizable donations from an, an angel investor, right? Uh, right? On this page. Uh, so, again, how close are you? What's it going to take? And what are, like, again, because when we do talk about money, and I do this a lot when I do my suicide training, is eventually it comes down to money, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, who's going to pay for this to do this, right? Somebody has to somebody has to pay for this, right? And what budget are we going to take it out of? So what exactly, like how close are you to a ranch? And is there like a breakdown on the website or somewhere where it says, hey, we need $450,000 to start because this is what this 450 is going to do. I'm just like throwing out. Is there anything like that in the in the books already?
3: Well, they're, they're, Well, the business plan's online on our website and it's okay, got perfect. basically the the first three years with a build, and the first three years, if we don't have to build the ranch, and it like comes with you know build hard stands on site, you know hard buildings on site, um, we do have an idea for the barn. We want to we want to put uh, uh, somewhat of a old World War Two barracks style housing up there for our nonprofits that come in to work with us, and then give them like you know office and internet space up there so they can work while they're there as well um when they come in to work with us and they can you know they can stay in the barn and, and and and, actually be there with us and then like i said they're only gonna be there for a certain amount of time um we're looking for about 40 acres uh the first three years plus a build we're looking at four and a half million um okay wow that's yeah
1: that's
3: that's that's why i said we're looking at god level money for that but if now that that can change now if there's land with like a well on it or land you know buildings on changes changes. everything
2: yeah all these
3: all these factors come into play um everybody wants to throw horses at us no we don't need horses we're not you know we explained that we're going to do that but we're going to the the program overall is going to be called camouflage let me explain this to you real quick because we all wear camouflage every single one of us we still wear camouflage when we walk out the door We wear camouflage we've gotten very good at the application of camouflage we need to get good at peeling it off and dealing with what's underneath because it's killing us and it's killing our people and it's killing our family and i've got 23 million brothers and sisters down to 20 21 million now over the last five years and i'm not cool with that and I, i it's every time somebody comes to me and and they call me in tears and they're like Ron my husband is balled up in the bathtub naked drunk thinking he's in a firefight right now can you come talk to him where's the ranch and I'm like oh my God I'm just I just I just get so frustrated I'm like God where's where is the ranch I mean you know when, when are we going to get this thing when are we able to put this thing together because my people are bleeding now they're hurting right now and every day it's it's 22 more and we all know that number's bs you know the real number is probably something closer to 50 or 60 and nobody wants to talk about that but that's reality too and if it was any other demographic in the country that was killing themselves at eight to ten thousand in a year we would be up in arms about it you know what i mean that's just fair point for
1: sure hey that yeah great look what's the can you give us the website before we turn it over to buddy uh and uh for the aar can you give us like a website and or whether people can read about the mission what's your what's your thought process yes. is, and all that kind of the stuff wa-
3: yeah. the website for warfighter ranch is www.warfighterranch.org warfighterranch.org all one word and then you can catch us at Warfighter Ranch or at Isaiah68actual on all platforms. And that I, at Isaiah68actual uh, YouTube channel, we have over 860 videos. My grandbabies can watch every single one of those because we made sure they're family friendly for the Warfighter community. There's plenty of trash. They can see it anywhere they want, but if they want something clean, they can come see us. And it's all veteran and first responder related every last bit of it
1: very nice yeah it sounds like a fantastic idea like and i think uh you know you get it you get it you know in motion and you know start helping people i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be a pretty solid thing i i, I think so, so
3: we're gonna be able to do about 32 at a time so it'll be about a platoon size element of people at a time whether it's males or females and then um and the, reason I, the other reason I said, you know, besides in the church, you definitely put a distinction. You separate males from females, obviously, always um, for, for reasons of propriety. But also in the military, you know, over the last 20 years, we've had this. Uh, I'm sure it's always been around to some degree, but all of a sudden military sexual trauma seems to be like measles just going, just ripping through the ranks like a wildfire. And, you know, does a 20 year war have something to do with that? probably does fatherlessness have something to do with that probably it's a big system we can go all day on that but but it's something that you know we have to consider as well so we're considering our males and our females and our families especially
1: for sure yeah absolutely buddy take it away yeah so uh
0: little aar first of all we, we talked about the tucker carlson interview and uh here's the here's the takeaway from that don't be afraid of the truth or don't be afraid of hearing both sides of a story and trying to figure out where the truth lies because the uh the truth is probably somewhere in the middle we're probably not uh squeaky clean russia's definitely not squeaky clean um but somewhere in the middle is the logical reason why things happen and very few things happen because because super innocent people just happen to make some mistakes so anyway Um, watch the interview, uh, see the points that he makes. Don't take anything as a hundred percent and then do a little bit of, uh, do your, do your own, do your own research. As they say, you know, Google some things, look at some history books uh and and figure out what's true and what's not true and then
2: make your the solar flares get here do it before yeah. the solar flares get here yeah. uh
0: and uh, you better you better order your encyclopedia britannica's now uh because you're gonna want to have something to read by your cat oil lamp when the solar flares come. I'll, 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 unless
2: you have a four
0: well, patriot
3: yeah, generator you you
0: have to get yourself a four patriot generator the other question is if the solar flare hits will the generator work extra good because know. it's got solar panels I don't know hmm. how that works it does free solar panels it, panel. does, it, it does. does if you it sucks in the
3: extra solar yeah that's yeah.
0: it you get oh, you know maybe Sun that's hits. what we do we just get everybody to buy solar <laughs> you won't be
3: able to google I think the internet the will be solar down
0: flare, if the solar flare goes off
3: trust the science
0: it <laughs> all in.
1: Out. Out. How do we
3: know there's a solar flare? Yeah, and then uh,
0: and then last but not least, we had uh, we had Chaplain Ron Breland on. With uh, a uh, has been in, he's uh, like kind of like Forrest Gump. You've done you've done everything. You've been in all the wars. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the firefighter drove trucks. Was in Somalia and uh, was in Kosovo and Kosovo, Afghanistan, Iraq. Been in all the wars. Like, basically like Lieutenant Dan but not against him, but iraq that
3: wasn't ramadi yeah
0: except for you got you got all your legs so you just did it all the way <laughs> maybe that <laughs> we're, we're yes. guessing
1: that's an assumption yeah
0: so, oh. <laughs> uh but anyway so check out uh www.warfighterranch.org if you've got uh you know there's some people on here that have, have said they got some acreage um or uh you know you're you're you feel uh the need to to go there and, and help, uh, uh, Ron in his, uh, in his journey to, to, to get this ranch put together, then, you know, give him a call. Uh, and you know, all of it is for, uh, we've all got different techniques to take care of the same basic problem. And that is, uh, you know, building a, a, a better foundation to get people through the, uh, the mental fatigue and mental stress that they've, they've had to go through in the years, whether they're, uh, military or first responders or the spouses of those people uh, and uh, Ron would like to uh, to use the system to help and uh, you, know, uh, you know of course the people are gonna get on they're gonna watch this video and they're gonna see that if they uh, there's a very faith-based um, Christian uh, focus for uh, for Ron's and, and you know what? If uh, if that system doesn't work for you, find another one, or keep doing the same thing that isn't working for you, and 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 go that route. Um, if it does work for you, then you know check it out. And and you know there are, uh, there are a lot of ways to skin a cat, um, but you have to uh, you've got to you've got to try it. You've got to try a couple until you figure out how to get it skinned. If you're just sitting there with a hairy cat. Maybe uh maybe not bitch about how other people are skinning theirs and right. figure out how to skin your own. You know what I mean? Right. A, that was a weird analogy. Just can't work though. It works though. It works though. It works though. For,
3: it's uh, so SF, man.
0: Any, any slang that might be used in the, in the future. My bad. Anyway. <laughs> uh but you can also check us out, Dave where can they check us out oh go, go for it buddy you're on a Spotify roll Spotify and Facebook and uh and x x marks the spot and all those other things also uh veterans G- talk G- 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 G-
2: talk.com yep yep
0: veterans talk.com duh everybody knows that, that veteran veteran, trash <laughs> veteran T- tar- <laughs> buddy not
2: veterans veteran
0: <laughs> yeah I just uh I, I'm from you're the part song. of the company I a, buddy I have a list guys it's not my fault I have a list so, so check those out, and then uh, also the uh, there's a there's gonna be a flyer that pops up on the beginning at the end of the show with uh, oh you're gonna and, talk about that yeah with uh, Jimmy Bates Foundation is having a raffle for some uh, some pretty cool prizes uh, twenty dollars for a for a ticket the uh, the, the the drawing is happening in here in the next uh, month or so so get your money in. Uh, try to win one of those guns with the cool thermal sights on it. Uh, that way, if you go hunting hogs when uh, when the solar flares solar come, flares you don't want yeah. to eat something. you don't want to be part of the ninety percent of Americans that are doomed to He's death a blackout. because of uh, because the solar flares, <laughs> might want to get yourself a gun and and uh, and shoot yourself some pigs. Just saying.
3: Go get a bow.
2: Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Take it away, Dave. Rachel. I think Buddy covered it all. Hey, yeah, yeah, no quick, no quick, guys! One more for thing: anybody that's watching right now, go to YouTube, subscribe, and give us a like so we can get pushed through these damn. Algorithms. And then do that QR
1: we're code. probably up at there the too. very
2: bottom after today, yeah. And then check out the QR code. I don't see the QR code. Oh, yeah, it's in your corner it's up right there, there right? right there.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, screen. send me, yeah. shoot me your address, shoot me a message with your addresses, and I got a little gift from the ministry to send to you guys. Oh, nice.
1: awesome! Thanks, Rod. Yeah, I'll do that. For Sweet, Ron. I'll get
3: you all Hi. Ron, any final words? We're praying for every single one of you guys. If you need me, you know where to find me. I'm not hard to find. And, you know, uh, we're pretty good at fighting demons. We really are. Love it. We're pretty good love at this it. stuff. Thanks,
1: Ron. Yeah, thanks for sharing oh. your story what you guys are
3: trying to do. Awesome. Yeah. We'll catch love, you guys next time. Every last one of you.
1: Love you too. This is a food warning. The UN warns of an unprecedented global hunger crisis. In fact, it's predicted by 2030 that 800 million folks will struggle to feed their families, which means two dangerous things for you. Number one, higher prices at the grocery store. Number two, less food available. And when panic strikes, it will be chaos, making it even harder to get the food your family needs to survive. That's why it's vital, more than ever, to have a survival food stockpile. Introducing the deluxe three month survival food kit from Four Patriots. It has 688 servings of meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with delicious recipes like pancakes, mac and cheese, Aztec chili, and potato soup. They've even got spaghetti and lasagna. This isn't your typical survival food, and over 200,000 smart Americans agree this is survival food that actually tastes good. But best of all, it's designed to last up to 25 years. You can stash it away and be confident that when a disaster strikes, you and your family will be ready. Go to fourpatriotscom slash VTT to get the deluxe three-month survival food kit and the peace of mind you deserve.